When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. I need service. Like a refill on your drink? Or some more dipping sauces? No, goobers. I need service on my car. Oh, okay. But I still want a refill on my drink. Well, I'm sure the professionals at Sears Imported Autos can help with that because they literally do everything for you. Yeah, I've heard you mention that. Didn't Colin just take his car into the service department at Sears? He did, and it was amazing. And we've owned a few car brands. We've been to a few places. But the service at Sears was beyond. They gave him a free Mercedes loaner while his car was being worked on. Oh, fancy. Oh, absolutely. And obviously with COVID, safety is so important to the family at Sears. If people request, the service pros at Sears Imported Autos will pick up your car, perform the repairs, clean, disinfect, and get it back to you safe and sound. And I must say it feels so nice and it gives you that great peace of mind. I know some places make it a pain to schedule an appointment. How is it at Sears? So simple. No horrible phone trees. You can schedule an appointment right online at SearsImports.com. No wonder Sears won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. To me, they are fabulous. No, 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 no. No, Fibulous, every day, every year, for over 55 years, serving four generations of customers. And let's just say, very few can say that. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes west of downtown Minneapolis on 394. And online at SearsImports.com. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 WTF where talk is fun all day long here my talk 1071.com is where we're streaming of course get that app and take us anywhere I'm Alexis Thompson Don McLean and Kenny this morning with you Jason is still on vacation he'll be back from a New York City trip I'm sure with lots and lots and lots of stories so we're looking forward to that this hour so many things coming up we're going to talk about don's drunk uh, relatives <laughs> at the wedding over the weekend you also went to the top of the arc in arch the arch yes <laughs> in st louis and uh let's see here uh we're going to talk about the beatles documentary get back both kenny and i checked it out and we have tickets to see annie at children's theater company which we'll Ooh. give out sometime this hour so keep listening 
Uh, yeah, let's get right back into it, Don. You went to, who got married again? My nephew. So he is the oldest of all the kids. My sisters oh. have, um, between them, five kids. So it's this is my oldest sister's oldest child. Okay. he's He's the... He's the top dog. They're all around the same age. You know, it's just like they all were in high school at the same time. So it's really fun. My daughter had her cousins all, you know, all four of them were in school together. And then the other two were a little bit younger. But um, so this is is, like the first one to get married, too. So it's no, his sister got married. Uh, My my niece, Ashley, got married. uh, Gosh, it's been ooh. Like five years since she's been married. So he really, oh my gosh, it was such a beautiful wedding. You know, his wife is a a religion teacher at a Catholic high school in St. Louis. And so um, we were forced to sit through a Catholic mass. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) How long was that? Too long because (laughs) I'm just thinking about the other people, the non-Catholics. We know what's coming. Like, yes. we know how long it's going to be. We know we're like, all right, we're at the, you know, this is the homily. So we've got the, you know, we've got all the rest of it that comes up next. <laughs> well, and then the communion. Up, sit down, yeah. get on your knees, stand up again. Do they're this, not, they're do, not required that. to do that. The priest uh, was like, you don't have to do any of this. He was a really no. cool priest. He was oh. like, if you're not Catholic, don't, you know, don't feel like you need to do any of this. But, you know, we're glad that you're here. Okay. Um, and he had a very cool like message and homily to them, and um, just you know was cracking jokes. And he was at the wedding drinking and dancing. Had a beer in his hand on the dance floor. We're oh, like, yes, yeah. we love this priest. Get it, priest. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, they, actually, they had three priests because oh. she teaches at uh, St. Louis University High School, which is a Catholic boys' high school. Oh, it's like probably the most. You know, there's there are a couple in town that um, in St. Louis that are pretty prestigious. So, yeah, she had all the pre- and she's the religion teacher. So, oh, wow. All the so priests she, come to the all yard. All the priests come to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> like, bless his marriage. Yes. Bless it. Bless it. So let's get to my drunk relatives. Yeah, yeah. Because this is the best time. Uh, you know, Catholic weddings, we it's open bar. You know, everybody's drinking constantly. We've got the table of Lamos, which is me, MC, <laughs> my daughter, her boyfriend, and my sister and her husband. Uh, and then... Why their kids? Why do you call yourselves lame? Because we're not drinking. Oh, your daughter doesn't partake either. No, nah, she doesn't really. She never really has. You know, yeah. she'll have like a sip of something, but. Yeah. And then her boyfriend had one margarita that was forced on him by okay. my brother-in-law. Oh, Harry. So um, the family that you know, my sister Dana, which you probably you might have you follow her on my bittersweet farm. Yes. Her Instagram account, she has the farm. This is her son that got married. Oh, okay. So they had a great old time. I mean, that side of the family, boy, they were on the dance floor. <laughs> they were drinking and drinking. They were trying. I don't know how many times people tried to get me to do tequila shots. I'm like, you guys, <laughs> I don't want to do that. That would destroy my whole weekend. I haven't had a drink in like two years oh, just yeah. by choice, just because I had one bad hangover remember in the airport where i had to stay too long and then when you go from being slightly drunk to sobering up and not getting to sleep that sucks so i was like i'm not doing this anymore these old gray mares we ain't what we used to be no way 
It takes days to recover. It really does. I don't want to go through that. I could barely make it through the trip. I'm Mm. exhausted. (laughs) Even without drinking. (laughs) Right. So um, the big highlight of the night, um, the singers that were at the wedding, the, the musicians, they were like, amazing on the dance floor they do weddings all the time so i mean it wasn't like they were ballroom dancers they're just really going all out doing the dorkiest just white boy dancing (laughs) that you know they're this one guy spinning around on his knee and getting back up and just like i mean they were killing it it probably got people on the dance floor because that's the worst when the music's jamming oh and everyone's just like i don't want to be the first one out there that was not a problem with this wedding. Yeah. <laughs> it was not they had it at the old post office in st louis which is beautiful oh, you can cool. rent it out um as a reception hall so um my nephew who is the groom's brother he's so quiet like he is the shot he's very very quiet person like he hardly ever talks all through high school, like just wedding. shy. He was, <laughs> if he gets a few beers in him, oh boy, here oh, comes the personality. Yeah, he yeah. got my mom out on the dance floor, which I have a video oh. of. And I, oh. I'm going to post it, I think, because oh. it's just too funny not to post. My Look. mom, um, she's not necessarily somebody, she's like, oh, your dad never would dance with me. And so we're like, well, get out there and dance. Well, my nephew, Austin, got her out there to dance, and he, by the end of the night, oh boy, he had to be, um, uh, two two of his uncles had to take him outside to, you know, he, I think he puked outside. Oh, yeah. Brought him back in, and he, I got out there with it, like, he got me to get out on the dance floor as well. Wait, he rallied? He puked and rallied? He puked and rallied, and then I was like, I just wanted to give him a hug, because I knew he was super drunk. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I love you. And he goes, come on. And he pulled me out. I'm like, oh, my God. Here and go. while he Did was dancing down? with me. Yeah, I danced yeah. with him. While he was dancing with me, he was like, yeah, this is why you're the coolest aunt. This is why. And then he goes, come on. He goes, I know you're wild. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, we don't need to dance like that together. You People think we're wild. from Arkansas. Yeah. So what kind of music was it? People <laughs> like, he was so drunk. He's like trying to grind on like he's my like, mom, on, like grandma. I mean, this oh. was great. He was, he would get down low and stuff and like try to be like, you know, come back up and down and then he would just be down oh. he would just be sitting and they have to pick him back up <laughs> oh my Reset. god yeah he was like dancing with my mom and like twirling her around and she was like almost falling over because she's like not used to dancing it was really great and then just like that side of the family they were doing shots and shots and shots and they they oh. it was great i mean they definitely just to watch him Oh. was so entertaining. Yes. Because we're like, look at that guy that looks like Loki. You know, the other side of the, the like, oh, yeah, her side. The bride side, yeah. Bride side. We don't know any too? of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> These bridesmaids were like, they were dancing hardcore. Like, really, really getting it. Oh, Some really? of them brought, they took their high heels off and they brought athletic socks, like men's socks, and had those on. And they That's were just dancing do. outside. And, uh, so... <laughs> What kind of music? Just throw me a couple of songs. Um, I mean, they had like Get Low. They had um, they had some oh, good so stuff. Hip hop. Hip hop. I mean, this DJ. Oh yeah, they had like Miley Cyrus. Not a lot of slow songs at all. Okay. You know, some of the usual like Shout and we're like, ah, YMCA. No polkas. no polkas though. 
No polkas. No, this is like a, a little hip DJ. Slide. He was grooving the whole time. You know, yeah. he yeah. was having a good time. So, yeah. uh, really great wedding. It was really fun, uh, and we did some other really cool things as well that I'll tell you about maybe in the next couple of days. But yes. as far as I got to put that video up of oh, my nephew dancing with my mom. Don't we all have someone in that in the family that does that? My brother's oh, like that. He has Is four he? kids, and he's like, um, <laughs> we went to a wedding, a friend's wedding, and he was just like, um, and it was just just us because our our spouses didn't come. Yeah, and yeah, he oh. was just feeling his shirt was unbuttoned by the end of the night. <laughs> he was trying to grind me, and I'm like, no, 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 See? no. I am your sister. <laughs> Back off. Yeah, and he was like, just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, but, but it's Linda fun. Casey, you had a nephew, great time. He he wasn't trying to he wasn't trying to carve off a piece. He no. was just goofing no, off. No, he was like backing yeah. up on me. He wanted me to grind on him. Yeah, but like, it was Ugh. just just for fun. Yeah, it was just yeah. goofy. Oh, it's yeah. all in fun. Goofy yeah. fun. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to freak out the parents. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, I gotta tell you about something that's coming up on Saturday. Yes. It is the fourteenth annual Santa Project to benefit Ronald McDonald House Charities, of course. Bring cool. a toy or gift to the Minneapolis Holiday Boutique at the Convention Center. That The Shop Girls will be broadcasting live on Saturday and uh, we'll make sure that we get them to the families and the kids at the Ronald McDonald House just in time for the holidays. You can find details about this broadcast and more. MyTalk1071.com. Just type in keyword Santa. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Beatles documentary called Get Back. It's on Disney+. Plus. Kenny, how deep into it did you get? Did you watch All the whole three. thing? All three. I'm done. Oh, yep. you did? Wow. Yep. Okay, I yep. watched the first one. That was a marathon for you. Because each one is more than two hours long. So Yeah, I couldn't watch them back to back. So it was three different days. But okay. Yeah. Yep. yep. Perfect. Okay, we'll get uh, Kenny's point of view and uh, talk Beatles documentary when we get back. A great smile is worth a million bucks, right, friends? How about 10 million? Sure, Lex. But does it have to cost a million bucks? Not if your dentist is Dr. Amy at Hughes Dental. She's the best. Dr. Amy is also one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists in the state of Minnesota. And doesn't she take like a million hours of continuing education classes every year just to stay up to date? Yeah, well, not a million, but at least 75 hours. She's the best. And she really wants to help all of you get the best smile possible. Now through the end of the year, Dr. Amy is offering $1,000 savings when you commit to a minimum of four porcelain veneers. So many of Dr. Amy's patients take advantage of this offer. You will love the way you look with your new smile and you get to save money while doing it. It's so easy. Just go to Hughes-Dental.com and click on the free video consult request. It's the perfect time to get a new smile with fall events right around the corner, you know? And be sure to let the team know you heard about Hughes Dental from your friends at my talk. Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com. Get back! All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The documentary about the Beatles on Disney Plus. We're gonna talk all about that. Can't can't believe you watched the whole thing. I love it. Uh it gets better, Lex. After the first the first, I don't know, two, three hour marathon session where everything is just depressing and oh, it just gets a lot better. But I have a question <laughs> oh, for good. you. Yeah, sure. Did Yoko break up the Beatles? I don't think so. I don't either. Yeah. The Beatles broke up the Beatles. The Beatles did. Yeah. Was it weird having Yoko not there, but right next to John all the time? Yes. Can you imagine right here, right now, on Hill, sitting so close to you that your knees and thighs are touching? Can you imagine that? No! No, of course not. And also that you guys would be okay with it. Yes. Apparently, because I was looking at that going, wait, what's going on? So I did a quick Google, and her and John, they had made a vow to to not be apart ever. Right. And the other guys knew about it, so they were cool with it. So she just kind of sat there and just... So Enjoyed weird. it. That was weird. But um, <laughs> uh, occasionally, Richie, or as we know him, Ringo Starr, yep. whose real name is uh, Richard, uh, what's his last oh. name? I can't remember. Uh, anyway, they call him Richie. That's cute. Uh, <laughs> his wife would be there, or uh, Harrison had his... Richard Starkey. Starkey, thank you. Um, would have his, uh, I don't know, like... Side guru? piece? No, no. Not, not a Like not spiritual... A lady. Spiritual, oh. like, guru, advisor. Monk almost-ish. And, and then, uh, are we going to do a, can we give away what's what happens in the second? Yeah, we'll do a spoiler. I, I actually don't know because I've only watched the first episode, which okay. is more than two hours. So, hey, and also, if you're just joining us, welcome Jason back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Yes, that's right. And J- Jason is off. He'll be back tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, we want to get right into this Beatles documentary. McCartney so had Linda there and Linda's kid eventually. And uh, the... In my personal opinion is when you're working like that, yeah, spouses and guests are not allowed. I could not work like that ever. I don't mind for a performance, yeah, when friends and family are there it actually it actually helps me having friends in the audience um because I'm psycho um, but, <laughs> but the creed the creed of work, the putting it together that, is done weird at that point. What's your opinion of George Harrison after watching the first, the first, uh, not, not, we should set the scene. The first, the original idea for all of this, um, they, they were going to record it in a, uh, in a TV studio. So the opening scenes are a big empty soundstage where they walk in and where's the gear? What are we doing here? And the Beatles really don't really even seem to have a clue as to what's happening or what the goal is. They argue, or they, I shouldn't say argued, they discussed having a live show and where that live show would be in Georgia. Harrison vehemently opposed to doing anything live. He really hated live he performing did. for some reason. I did not know that about him. Did you know about that before? I, I didn't realize was it was as serious as it was. Yeah. And it was in the first segment, or the first, um, the first piece, the first episode, I guess we're calling it, where he actually walked out and quit the Beatles to sit yeah. around the pubs. Yep. Uh, and that was weird. It was really weird. And they were, they didn't 
stop him. Nope. Or, or <laughs> get is, him. That feels good. This, this is why I think I I really liked that first the first section because it really there there were there was no uh, narration. Right. There were there were some subtitles in the beginning to kind of set it up, just basically yeah. kind of what you said. But yeah. then from there, it was just watching them work and how they were, yeah, a-okay with family, girlfriends, friends in the studio, and ordering drinks. Director, um, just everybody was there. It was really yeah. crowded. How are you supposed to do anything creative with all those people hovering around? They managed to do imagine. it. And to see the creative process behind the scenes. That's what kept me going. Fascinating. That's what kept me going. Um, when he was doing, um, was it Let It Be? Or, or one of the songs. And he just starts strumming his bass like it's a guitar. And it sounds, at the beginning when he starts, it sounds nothing like what the song came out to be. Yeah. And it was so cool. And a lot of times I, I found myself trying to help him. Yeah. Like, like, that's not right. No, don't yeah, do it like that way. To, <laughs> that's great. Like, when they don't have the lyrics completed, they just sing any old thing, you know? Yeah. And then they're looking for lyrics, like, JoJo uh, was from Tucson. JoJo, and I'm going, JoJo left his home in Tucson, Arizona. And then they couldn't find the, the wow. bought some California grass, and it was like, what, what did he do, blah, 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 and they're making stuff. He bought some California grass! You know, like that. Right. Um, well, I loved that part, too, where yeah. like they, they'd they start, and then uh, then uh, Paul would say, okay, how about this? And then John would go, no, 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 we'll do this, and here's why. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, okay, let's yeah. go with that. It was Brilliant. the camaraderie, yeah. the joy, the fun yeah. of the creation yeah. that really, it was so fun yeah. to see that. And they had to write like a dozen songs yeah. in like how like two or three weeks or something, right? Right, right. It's just so many different things. About, yeah, it was a, basically a month, Alexis, yeah, okay. uh, if I remember right. And the deadline, you'll find out uh, down the road, uh, the deadline kept getting pushed back. And the arguing about where they were going to do a live show, and George is always, why do we have to do a live show? <laughs> um, but then I think it's in the second episode where they finally move to Apple Studios, and a gentleman named Billy Preston walks in, Bill, as they called him. He's a piano player, organ player, and they had played with him in Hamburg um, when they were playing with Little Richard. Uh, Billy uh, w um, played for uh, Little Richard in his band. Cool. And he completely changed the attitudes of everybody. They all of a sudden, they evolved and they turned into professionals and they were, started having fun and they were all smiling and it was really cool. And Billy didn't get enough, as far as I'm concerned, credit because yeah. he brought he, he kept them together and he made it fun and he truly was the fifth Beatle. He cool. should have uh, had a lot more. Can pros. I ask a question? Yes, please. Is yeah. this over? Is this about one album yeah. that they created? Okay. Yeah, and Don and what they decided to do is to do it old school um, and play all of the songs live with no overdubs. Oh, so okay. that means wow. there was no starting, no splicing, none of that. If sure. they screwed up in the middle of the song, they had to start over. Yeah, uh, right. and it was it's just so so fascinating the process. Uh, I have to admit there are a lot of times, especially in the second and third um, episodes, where I had to fast forward. They give uh, Yoko the mic a couple of times. Oh, uh, that's yep. not I had to turn that time. down. Yeah. And then Linda's, uh, <laughs> Paul, Paul's girlfriend, Linda, she was girlfriend at the time, 
uh, the kid, they, they let her uh, on the mic. I had to fast forward <laughs> through that and turn it down. It was uh-huh. unlistenable. Uh, but all in all, it's just really, really fascinating. And if you can stay with it, I'm really looking forward to hearing your opinion on the, the second two episodes. Oh, yeah, I'm going to keep and, rolling for sure. And then the finale is the rooftop concert. And I had never seen it in its entirety. I've just seen bits and pieces. And they did a couple of songs over. Uh, but the cops tried to shut it down. How would you like to be a cop shutting down the oh. Beatles playing on the roof in London? Yeah, no thank you. And then I'd there's be like, people I on can't the street. hear you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's people on the street complaining, little old biddies. They woke me up to my <laughs> death. <laughs> and I'm, oh, I'm no. like, do you realize you are standing and witnessing history right now? Mm-hmm. They have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, so it was. Just, I just loved everything about it, and they're all just genius songwriters. Uh, Richie, probably the best drummer in the whole wide world. He doesn't doesn't contribute a lot, uh, a lot in the speaking roles and all of that. Um, but boy, he is always there and always on, and a fantastic drummer. Oh, so so good, Richie. Richie, this is uh, Get Back was what we're talking about on Disney Plus, the Beatles documentary that premiered. Uh, gosh, there's Way more to say, even too. Yeah, you want to talk let's about take it a in break. The next break? Yeah, let's yeah, come back come and we've got a few more things to talk about, especially how clear the video and the audio was. Yeah. So cool to see. Yeah. So we'll yeah. get right back to it when we come back. If you have anything to say, tweet us at Lex and the Cities and at Don at Dark. Don't tweet, tweet Kenny. We'll tell him. We'll be right back. I love school and I love learning. Jason, who was your favorite teacher? Mrs. Freeze from third grade. She made learning so much fun. I mean, looking back now, I see how teachers have to continually learn to be great teachers. You are so right, Jason. And that is what St. Mary's University of Minnesota can provide with their Master of Arts in Education program. It is designed for educators who want to keep learning to advance their careers. Especially if you want to build your skills and curriculum and instruction, mental health, or culturally responsible. Responsive teaching. You'll learn from top-notch educators who have a wealth of classroom experience to share. The best part of St. Mary's is at the heart. Their faculty and staff are the people who get to know you and all become your allies on your educational journey. To learn more, head to smumn.edu or my talk keyword St. Mary's. So we never think about you and me, but today I see our We're talking get the Beatles documentary on Disney Plus. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. I'm Alexis, Dawn, and Kenny. Jason is on vacation. He'll be back tomorrow from New York City. And yeah, we're going to just dip right back into the Beatles documentary. But just a quick reminder we do have tickets to give away to Annie at Children's Theater Company that will be coming up by the end of the hour. So keep listening for that. Lots of great things, too, in our. Uh, listener rewards to tell you about as well. But Kenny, you watched yeah. all three. Yeah. Peter Jackson, he spent four years editing down. There was 60 hours oh unseen footage. Peter yeah. Jackson, Lord of the Rings yeah. director. Yes. Most yep. famous for Lord of the Rings. And this was previously released uh, uh, in the early days, in I believe it was 1970. And it did not depict them in a favorable light the way it does now. Um, oh, he just, I didn't know that. The director at the time featured all the fighting, the bickering, mm. and just really made kind of all of them look awful. He had a lot of hidden microphones <gasps> and hidden cameras that they didn't even know about. What? So, yeah. So John and Paul would be having these private conversations huddled over a table in a corner, and it was being recorded. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. That's not cool. 
Right. Well, well now it's this three-part documentary series. It's more than eight hours on Disney+. Plus. And, Kenny, you've watched the whole thing. I couldn't believe how beautiful it looked. Yeah. The sound, the yeah. video, it it looked like it was taped today and not in the, what, 60s? Right, 69. 69. And, and the reason for that is today's technology. I mean, he took all this footage and cleaned it up and digitally. restored it. Oh. Yeah, and oh. made it look really good. So the whites are white instead of being, you know, that weird tannish, faded, yucky <laughs> right. color, you know. Yeah. He just made everything like yellow teeth. clean. Yeah, right. Uh, and, and same with the audio. And a lot of times the audio didn't match. They had more hours of audio than they did footage. Right. So um, sometimes the audio doesn't match the words, but it, it he does that to set the scene, especially when they're having a dialogue with each other and talking. Yeah, so it doesn't seem so out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Even though a lot of it did just feel like just four guys yeah. sitting around having fun. Their girlfriends and friends are hanging out. And and if you're into continuity, um, <laughs> a lot of us are, us nerds, where we're watching for things. Yeah. Uh, there's a million continuity issues. But it it, yeah. it puts it puts together conversations and sets the scene, and it's really not frustrating at all. Yeah. But wait until they get into Apple Studios, um, where it's a smaller room, it's much more intimate. Um, Glenn Johns, uh, did you notice the uh, he's the recording engineer, Glenn Johns? Did you notice how he's dressed? He's a, it's it's impeccable 60s oh yeah yes oh they all looked really really yeah. great yeah. i was looking at yeah. paul mccartney going what a piece he had yeah. that long kind of shaggy hair and Ooh. i was like dawn <laughs> i was like whoa paul i get it yeah I get it. because personally like my mom had beatles records and you know she signed herself she like wrote like paul george Ringo, i always Cute. thought as a kid that those were signed like it yeah. was a sign she's like no i just wrote it myself oh <laughs> but you know so you know she would talk about it and what the you know living in california she got to i i believe she saw them live oh, how and cool. how you know she would describe the electricity just and we've seen footage over and over of, of what but how much she loved them yeah she was like in love yeah. with Paul McCartney. I can and I just why. stare at the He's picture and I'm like, what? But, you know, but they apparently hadn't heard I need anything. to look at this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They hadn't heard anything and that was a brand new look. It was the same with my mom turned me on to the Beatles and uh, the Stones mm -hmm. and Elvis Presley and all of that in the, in the late 60s and early 70s. Same here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mal Evans. He's the that funny looking road manager. Do you notice him? He's the guy, uh, and I can't remember... If it's during the first episode or the second one where um, they're recording Maxwell's Silver ham Hammer, um, and there's a point in the song where you hear a, a hammer hitting an anvil. Oh, yes, probably the second one then. I don't and remember that. One of the Beatles says, you know, it would really sound good if we had a, like, uh, a steel hitting steel, like a, a hammer hitting an anvil. And he said this as they went to lunch. Uh, lunch is over. There's a 300-pound anvil and a hammer <laughs> sitting on the floor oh. in the middle of that's the kind of guy Mal Evans was, and he was always there helping out. Really cool. It's it's really a bummer that they had to break up. It really is. Yeah. And I've never given this any thought previously to this. Why didn't they just, if they had an issue with each other, go their separate ways. Take a break. <laughs> take a break. Record solo albums. Do whatever. And then come back and continue to be the world's greatest band. I mean, musically, they're all brilliant. 
Yes. You'll notice they all play all instruments. Ringo plays the piano poorly, but he does. Plays the guitar. <laughs> right. Uh, they all play drums. Yep. Um, they switch off on bass and guitar, uh, and they all. Play. It's just amazing and fun to watch. Well, I always hear, "Oh, it's the Beatles. It's, t- it's two and a half geniuses and Ringo." Right. But like, he, <laughs> but like Ringo gets a lot of credit. You see. He's... Yeah, yeah. No, Ringo is truly a very, very solid drummer, and yeah, uh, he sits there and listens to those dum dums argue and fight. And but he's always there, and he's always there with the beat. And when one of them recommends, they go, "Why don't you do this?" And, and he's right there with it. Yeah, he just does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's really brilliant, a great drummer. And um, as for the rooftop concert, they all looked like they were really having a good time. Oh, I can't wait. That's in the third episode yeah, of the series. Yeah, okay, that's pretty much the end. I actually might like this. Honestly, even though I don't not like the Beatles, I just never got into them like other people that know every right. album and every right. song. You know why and, you'll really love it? It's the creative process. Yeah, just sure. seeing how they create so- it's so unique. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because mo- and, and the time that they wasted and I think finally <laughs> one of them, oh, it was George Martin told them how much it costs them per uh, like foot of tape and how much it costs oh. them every day to have a studio all the young bands i know they work this all out in the uh in their practice space ahead of time get these songs down sure. then go into then the studio then get creative how yep. we this is interesting these yeah, guys start it. at ground zero and wow. record virtually everything don i think you'd love it being a you know a musician yourself oh, yes. and a singer yeah um, i'm sure yeah. i would yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, for somebody like you, it wouldn't be so much worship of the Beatles. It would be, look at this process. Sure, and you're going to recognize these songs and them singing the wrong lyrics. And <laughs> right. Not. And, and what I noticed in the second and third uh, episodes is they start every day when they get into the studio by just um, wanking uh, on old Beatles songs and making fun of old Beatles songs. Oh. And, Playing old Beatles songs wrong. Oh, how fun! Yeah. Different paces, different oh, uh, different cool. versions. Yeah, wrong lyrics, and it's really cool to hear them goofing on their own songs. That's cool. So they really didn't take themselves that seriously. Yeah, you can sense the fun and the camaraderie, and it's you're right. Yeah. It's a shame that that all broke down. Yeah, oh. uh, we're talking uh, the song oh. uh, the one after nine oh nine. I've been traveling on the one after nine oh nine. That was actually a song that John Lennon wrote when they were a kid. Whoa! And those and McCartney and Lennon played that when they were you know teenagers, yeah. and they just trotted it out and finished it off and put it on the album. So cool! Wow. Yeah. Well, get back is the Beatles documentary on Disney Plus. So if you've checked it out, let us know what you think. Also, we have some listener rewards right now for the month of December. You can enter to win tickets to Annie at the Children's Theater Company or a holiday staycation at the Intercontinental MSP. All this up for grabs in the listener rewards on our app or at mytalk1071.com. And for Annie, you enter to win. But you can also win right now. We have a four-pack of tickets, uh, vouchers to see Annie at Children's Theater Company. The show is running now through January 9th. So give us a call, 651-641-1071. What caller do you want? Four. All right, caller four, you're the winner. Uh, We'll be right back. And we're back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 WTF. Where talk is fun. MyTalk1071.com. You can stream us. Get that app. Tell all your friends. Tap that app. Take us anywhere. 
We're cheap date. Come on yeah. now. Jason's off today. I'm Alexis. Don and Kenny with you. Now, Don, we've heard a lot about this Gucci movie. Right. Not great things about it. Yeah, and I think this is a great testament to don't believe just a few critics that you hear who don't like something. Just because they're the first voice that you hear out there, that doesn't mean that it isn't good. True. So uh, there was, first of all, we heard from the vocal coach who was there to um, help Selma Hayek with her role. Yeah. Selma Hayek already comes to the table with her own accent, right? So I can understand why they would have a vocal coach for her. Uh, Lady Gaga is, you know, she is, uh, uh, as she says many times in interviews, I'm a New York Italian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you know, we, we know that she grew up with some, you know, hearing Italian in her family. And so it's like, all right, we should, this should be easy for her. Well, the vocal coach said she isn't good. I yeah. mean, I thought, who let this woman speak? Well, I mean, not being on the project. Anyone, anyone should, you know, I'm not saying like, don't let anybody speak bad about the film, but it was really kind of shocking that this vocal coach came out and said, listen, I was there to help Selma Hayek, and I was like, is anybody going to help her? Because she sucks. We're all kind of like, wow, wow. that's, you, you were paid to be on this film. I just don't know how, how great it is to, no, do not that. Great. I I would never do that professionally. Well, like keep it to yourself. I know, knowing you, you'd say something at the time and go, "Whoa, hold on." Even if it was like privately and just said, "Hey, is she yeah ready for this? Board? Like, can I help in some way?" It's or? almost she. It seems like, like something sabotage. you would say if you had a, a vengeance or or some type of revenge, or you weren't happy with the way things went. We didn't really see anything else about it. She just. Spoke her mind, and I'm like, some things you need to keep to yourself. This is big business. I think it was maybe a preemptive strike, because if you hear a dialect coach, you think that maybe she's coaching everyone, and she's going, no, 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 I'll take credit for Selma. But not everybody else. She she thought it wasn't good. And so maybe you're right. She didn't want to be blamed because her name is on the film. Right. But, you know, this is, like I said, big business. You get some word out like that and people might not go see the movie and they're losing millions of dollars that they invested. That's what happened to, to me right away. You told us that. And I, I was like, I, I don't seen know it. if I want to see it. Yeah. And it's pretty long. It's oh. like two and a half hours long. So oh, that ooh. also, I almost booked a ticket and then I went, I can't do that. I can't sit through that. So <laughs> I might, after this news though, I might go see it because the New York Film Critics Circle, they really shook up uh, the Oscar race on Friday. Uh, this is a journalist collective and they named the best films and performances of the year. Wow. So these are New York film critics. Lady Gaga was awarded Best Actress of 2021. Oh. Wow. By the New York uh, Film Critics Circle um, for this role, for this role in House wow. of Gucci. Uh, you know, the clips I've seen, I, I don't have an ear for what correct Italian sounds like. Sounded yeah, pretty good to me. But yeah. as far as where she goes with the depth of the character, apparently she does a great job. Wow. So, so she might be Oscar worthy here is what we're saying. Yes. And then as far as some of the other Oscar contenders, it looks like Benedict Cumberbatch. He earned his first significant trophy of the year. He took uh, the best actor honor for his performance in James Campion's The Power of the Dog. I've heard so much about this and his his co-star too, Cody. Um, Cody Smith McPhee. Yes. Also um, getting high praise, too. Yeah. So what? I have no idea what this is. Do you know? Nope. You've heard a I'm, lot about I'm it. I'm googling right now what the actual premise is. Well, other is this than a that Netflix people like drama? 
Um, let's see here. Wait a minute. No, it is in theaters, it looks oh, like. Oh, so it's in theaters, but maybe. But it could be a Netflix. Oh, it is Netflix. Yep, okay. so you can watch it right now. It's a Western drama. Oh. A domineering rancher responds with mocking cruelty when his brother brings home a new wife and her son with the unexpected comes to pass. Until the unexpected comes to pass. Interesting. Set in modern times or... Western, like an old Western? Back then. Oh, let's, let's see. see some pictures. It's based on a novel from 1967. Ooh. Oh. This is really, I mean, we're talking about... Kirsten Dunst is in it. Um, Jane um, Campion. Jane Campion. Okay. Yes. I recognize huh. that name. Just haven't ever read any Jane Campion. Benedict Cumberbatch, huh? Yeah. I mean... That's that would be a stretch if he's he won Best Actor. I mean, we're talking about a role without his British accent. I don't think I've ever heard him. I don't think so either. Without using he always his, plays his British guy, his British accent, which is just his speaking to us, it's an accent, but to him, yeah, it isn't. To him, it's just normal. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard like, him wow, have another accent. Yes, <laughs> it's just we're so self-centered as Americans. Everyone else has accents, but they. Yeah, but we they, all have our own regional accents. That's true. Too. Yes. Oh, I'm reminded of that a lot. Trust me, going back home to Missouri. Yeah, so I don't. I can't oh, understand right. anybody from uh, Louisiana. Uh, I just, <laughs> yeah. you're going to have to write it down. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Subtitles. <laughs> yeah. What was sorry. it that I, we were sorry, watching? <laughs> I was like, that, I need subtitles. I have no idea. That Cajun accent. Oof, that's a tough one. For, I know. Uh, Maybe oh. it was what we do in the shadows, Alexis. Do you need subtitles for yes. that sometimes? Oh, that's great. That one for sure, but also... Um, the uh, Great British Bake Off, when Lizzie would talk. Remember, I was like, oh, oh yeah, she's she from say? Liverpool. Yes. Uh, but I have them on anyway, especially with Jurgen. Well, oh. you know, that That's a deal done, during done. the Beatles documentary, too, but they provide the, <laughs> the, uh, the yeah. captions. <laughs> That's yeah, good. Because they know. Because it's Liverpool. Liverpool. Yes. Oh, when we come back, oh, Don's back from a wedding over the weekend. And what do we got this time? Oh, your critiques of the wedding. Uh, yeah, good thing they don't live here. <laughs> and hopefully none of them are listening now. But I got some things to say. Love it. We'll do that when we come back. Day.